this has been a really a, kind of a rough week when it comes to uh, surprises. Uh, my, my good friend, Gilbert Duncan, my hay buddy, my cow buddy, he, uh, we got the call while I was here at the men's get-together Sunday night that they found his son uh, dead in his truck and uh, thought, think it maybe it was a heart attack because he was uh, tired and just wasn't, he's had some issues. So uh, just pray for him. It's their only child, and uh, he's in his 40s. Uh, so uh, just remember the family in prayer. And then uh, talk to Sherry. He used to be Sherry Phillips. Sherry, um, I married her and uh, uh, Jim Paul a few years ago. And amen. Uh, he, he just went to the, 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 I want you to get this. He just went to the doctor, had a, Whole whole series of things done, heart, lungs, all that, blood, uh, about a month ago. And last Thursday, uh, she come home from work and found him dead on the couch, just had a massive heart attack. And just a very, very, just surprising. So remember these families in your prayer. Amen. That God would just give them a peace and a comfort. And let us know. We just don't never know. I don't care what the doctor says. On both sides of that coin. Amen. No matter what he says, even if it's bad, God can make it good. Amen. Amen. All right. Kids Quest. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Go back there and learn something. 90% of the older kids go for the snacks. Amen. Grab your Bibles. We're going to go to Romans chapter 5. And I'm going to be quite honest tonight. I'm probably going to have more reading of Scripture than normal. So just bear with me. But uh, a very, very favorite subject of the church should be. Should be a, a good subject for all of us to, amen, glean from. Romans chapter 12. And we're going to go to start at verse number 5. Romans chapter 12, we're going to read verses 5 through 18, so bear with me just a moment. Romans 12 and 5. So we, being many, somebody say many, are one body in Christ, every one members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, or he that giveth, let him do it with what? Oh, no, we got to get deep. I mean, we got to, we got to, with simplicity. Get this, this is, this is an important, and what that really means is generosity in a giving spirit. He that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Somebody say genuine. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave, what? Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another. <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's a tough one. In honor preferring one another. Verse 11, not slothful in business, Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which what? Persecute you. Bless and not curse. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Verse number 18. If possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all Men, we'll stop right there and go back to, amen. The verse, uh, 
It says, let love, verse number nine, let love be without dissimulation. Let love be genuine. Look at your neighbor and say, genuine. I'm just going to title this message before you're seated. I'm just going to title it, genuine, please. Say it with me. Genuine, please. Amen. That's for all of us. Thank you. You could be seated. If there's one thing that's needed in the church today, and I was thinking about this because I know there's a lot of denominations. I know there's a lot of faiths and a lot of beliefs. And each one has different characteristics. And I can mention a couple names of uh, some faith. And the first thing that most people realize is those are people of love. They just love each other, just get along, just seem like, you know. Uh, until you find, you know, uh, find out that really it's like any other place. There's kind of a competitive spirit. There's uh, some things going on there that's not there. Uh, I, I once made this statement to a, a Baptist a pastor friend of mine that I said that I said, man, it seems like y'all ha- just have this loving spirit. And he laughed. <laughs> he said, "Talk to the pastors in this city. You'll find out all of our people has been to every church." just bouncing around, and they get mad and move around. He said, so He said, so it's not what sometimes it appears. We just do try to uh, show love and try to, you know, take people in. But it's there. But how many know and realize, I believe we all do, uh, God is love. I mean, there's no way around it. We don't have to thread that. We don't have to get deep or, or teach something, you know, real philosophical. God is love. So what love is to God, when you think about it, what love is to God, brotherly love, is to the church. Brotherly love is to church. What love is to God, God is. It, brotherly love is to church. Simply meaning this, love is the manifestation of God's nature and character. It's all, it's all God can be. Now, we've got to learn from this. And I'm, look at me. I'm raising my hand first. I'm, I'm, it's something that we have to continually work on all the time because I know, like you, every day we're in the world, we're challenged with feelings and emotions and words and awkwardness and just all kinds of, you know, we're living in a time when things are in our face. I was just watching the news a little bit before uh, service tonight, and, you know, people just, Gobs of people just run into a business, wipe it out, clean it out, and run back out. It's just, there's no feeling. There's no remorseful feeling anymore. It's just, let me get what I can get, and that's what it's about. That's not what it is in the church. Somebody shout in the church. We should have brotherly love. Let me say it again. We should have brotherly love. If we're baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, we should be number one on the list of people that exhibit and show love. Should be all the time. Not when we pick and choose. Because love is the manifestation of God's nature and character. It's who He is. It's the revealing of God. And this is what I really want to drive home tonight. It's the really revealing of God. The revealing of the character of the church is what? Is through love. Oh, it's getting quiet. We harbor too many feelings. We harbor too many feelings. Bad feelings about one another. It's got to stop. It's not godly. It's not God's nature. It's not anything to do. Look at it. It's not anything to do with God at all. We try to make it godly. God says, I'm not in that stuff. The apostle Paul says, listen, I've got, and he's talking to the church. In Christ. He's letting the, the Romans know, listen, it's important to understand this and go back and visit it. The revealing of who God is. We know, and we all say God is love. And we say it tongue in cheek. But we've got to understand, what spirit do we have dwelling in us? Know you not that your body is the what? The temple for the, for the bad spirit. For whatever wants to dwell there. For the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. Let that sink in a minute. Holy Ghost. 
God wants to dwell, and God, listen, our bodies, the purpose God made creation, the purpose that God created man is to dwell in man. That's it. We've got to understand it because that's revealing. It's through love the church has brotherly love. St. John chapter 13, verse 35. I want to get to several scripture here. Because, you know, we, I mean, some of us, we, man, we pound certain scriptures. And there's certain scriptures we avoid because it's not in our, you know, our little baggages, our little suitcase. It's not convenient for us to carry it around. By this shall, what does it say? By this shall only the church, by this shall only your family, all, everybody, that means, that means everybody I know or you know in your world. All, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. What's that mean? That we're learners. We're followers of Christ. We should be known for what? Our love for each other. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples. If you have love one toward another. If you don't, what are you? Well, my Bible says you're a liar. Oh, oh man, this, this is gonna get this is gonna get fun. No, that's what that's what the, the word says. When we say we love our brother, but if we hate our brother, we're a liar. And the Spirit of God is not in us. Come on, we can be filled with the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost is not active in the moment of us. With our feelings and our emotions and our, our, our problems with one another. Because all, this is what I've learned all my life. All we, and I've done it millions of times. And all we do is we start looking on how to justify me to be what I want to be in this moment. God says, that's not me. Love is love. And when you love something, guess what? You don't change overnight. And you don't leave it. He loved us when we were unlovable. But we can't love people that's unlovable. You heard me say it before. We number them. You know, there's a 10. There's a zero. You know, we, we, we have labels for each other. Because someone don't act the way we think they ought to act or do what we think they ought to do, we, we start labeling him. But he says, by this shall all people know you are my disciples. I don't want to embarrass my. Who's my? The Lord. He's my. My disciples. I, I don't want to embarrass God. Hello? Hello, church. Wake up. Oh, it's almost like talking about money. We get all nervous because we know where we're living. We're allowing things to creep into the church that shouldn't be there. I said that should not be in the body of Christ. God will give every one of us a space of grace. God will wink at ignorance for a while. He does. He has to. But when we know, it changes everything. When we have his spirit, it changes everything. Because God is only known through his love. Think about it. God is only known through his love. Now, let me, let me stop because I, I want to make sure I get this the way I pinned it out. Any search, any way, any way you want to search it, any way you want to research it, whether it's intellectually or spiritually, to find God is pointless if it's not through love. Let me say it again. Any search, I don't care whether you Google it, I don't care whether you compare it to some other faith or something somebody else is doing, what they're doing or not doing, guess what? Any kind of search that you look, without love being the center point, that's all God is, it's pointless, worthless, a waste of your time. I've been accused by people through preaching and teaching. 
Brother Peru, sometimes you come across like you don't want people in church. That is not true. God wants to save everybody. But there's a, a big clause that we miss sometimes because he says, if, if we believe, if we'll follow his commandments, We've got to show love one to another. And when we don't, now listen, we all have our moments. We all have things. We know that. I mean, trust me. Sunday, I about lost it over a Subway sandwich. After we left here, went over Subway, you know, got me a cold cut combo, run it through the garden. Mayonnaise and vinegar, that's my thing. Sister Laura got her plain little lettuce and pickles. We get home. Nothing on it but just a little few shreds of lettuce. Light. Nothing else. I live in Oakville. I don't want to drive back to Muncie. So I called. I said, listen. I don't want to come across angry or mad, but I live in Oakville, and I just left there, and I've got my receipt. I've got my ticket. Explained to the lady. She said, she was very nice. She said, we're going to give you another one just whenever you come back up. I understand. I said, really, it's just frustrating because all I'm really eating is bread. But I've seen stories, and I've heard people just getting blown out of their mind. I've seen video people start ripping stuff off the counter, flipping chairs over because the french fries was cold. Yeah, we get frustrated. Yeah, we get angry. Yeah, something. I mean, it's that way, and I'm using that. That's, I know it's funny, but that's just something simple. Let somebody do you wrong. How many here has been lied to? And they look at you like you're stupid. Like you're supposed to believe it. To me, I don't know about you, but to me that makes it worse. When they're expecting me to believe the lie, it makes it worse and makes you more frustrated. <clears throat> because if we're trying to find God in any other avenue or vein other than through love, guess what? There's no results where it's not capable except for his love. God is love. Matter of fact, put up John 3.16 for all you sports fans. <laughs> What's it say? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, what, believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is love. Do you see that? God so loved. God is love. And his love was manifest where? In Christ. Jesus' love, his love is manifested. And Jesus now manifests his love, look at me, to us, the church. God is love. Love is in Christ, the Spirit. We're filled, of the, we're filled with the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. We should be what? Full of the same spirit. Love. Look at it. It's manifested to the church. So when you think about it, love is a unifying force. It brings us together. Jesus, flesh, God, spirit, incarnate, together. It brings us together. Amen. Man and woman, love brings us together, keeps us together, holds us together. Christ, the church, brings, oh, come on, brings us together. Quit trying to divorce your brother and sister. Some of y'all want pastor, bishop to write a bill of divorcement. Send them on their way. Get rid of them. No, guess what? The right kind of preaching, the right kind of spirit will do that if they're not in it for the right reason. I've learned that. Sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we don't recognize it, but he knows how to do it. 
That's what God is. That's why some of us have a problem. Every time we get worked up, we're ready to run. Like rabbit's feet. When my wife and I first got married, every two weeks she was back home. Telling you the truth. Ask her. She wasn't raised with a man in the house. And, you know, every time I'd raise my voice, oh, my God, you're screaming. Poor baby. Yeah, I mean, it was an ongoing thing for a while. That's what we do. But when you're in love, love covers a, a, a few, three or four. I'm going to give you three or four times. Zach, I'm glad you're back on the front row. And then I'm done. I'm done. Covers a multitude of sin. It means some people's going to keep on doing it because that's just what they are. Come on, I, I worked in a prison for 25 years, and I've met guys, and, 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 and I've known guys that all their vocabulary is this filthy talk. And they don't even know they're talking filthy. It's just a part of their way of life that they've, they've accumulated. But one thing I've learned, when they want to, they know how to be respectful and mind their tongue. We need to learn to mind our tongues. Nobody in the church should be going to somebody else trying to straighten them out. You hear me? Because I'm about to show some love. It is. Stops. We've got to love and have brotherly love or the church will never grow. It'll never prosper because if God's not in it the right way, it's not going to manufacture anything the right way. All my life I've heard, all, I've, I've had preachers I don't even like to hear preach, but I would not tell them. I've heard people sing that I didn't like the way they sung. I've heard songs that I don't even know, don't even like, but I wouldn't say that. That's just not what I am. But I don't have to express it to everybody in the church. And I'm not going to. Ever. Because it's not godly. Our expressions, how we act and how we function among each other, Come on, listen, it's got to stop. We've got to have genuine love, please. Please, for God's sake, amen, for the community's sake, for your family's sake, love God and let God love through you and me. It's tough. Because you know what we've learned to do? We've learned to love by how we're treated. Somebody good to me, I have a tendency to want to be good back. No. I think I just read. I think we just read it. It's in your Bible. What are we supposed to do to people that persecute? Oh, no. I'm going to rip your name apart. I'm going to make, Sister Shelley, I'm going to make your life miserable. Thank you. I'm going to make your life miserable. That's what we're doing. Comes out of our mouth, spews out of our mouth. Now, let me emphasize this. First, Jesus was what? The life and the light of man. Go with me to John chapter 1 because we get stuck usually on the logos. But notice verses 1 through 4. Notice what, what, notice what happens. I don't know if I gave that to you or not. In the beginning, what was the word? The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Think about it. That's, that's what God is. Now, now, now He's the Word. Who's the Word? We know Jesus is that Word. Verse 2, real quick. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. We, we, we know these are elementary things. All things were made by Him. Without, any, without Him was not anything. We're talking about Jesus now. Nothing wasn't made that wasn't made by Him. Verse 4, look at this. In him was what? And the life was the light of men. Hold that thought. We are to be a light. 
Hello? We know about the, you know, a city set on a hill, cannot be hid. Let your light so shine. Think about it. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus was the light. God, stay with me, in Christ, God is love. So love was in Christ. Even the Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 5, 19, to wit, God was in Christ. Reconciling the world back into himself. Okay, God was in Christ, spirit in the flesh, in the body of Christ, in the sacrifice. Jesus is what? In the believer. St. John 14, 26 tells us the comforter, which what? Is the Holy Ghost. Whom the Father, somebody say spirit, will send in Jesus' name. He shall teach you all things and bring what? All things to your remembrance whatsoever I've said. The Holy Ghost, what? The comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. We've got the Spirit of God dwelling in us. What overshadowed Mary and caused her to be birthed with Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. We have the same Spirit, amen, of God manifested in the church, in the body of believers, so we should be light. Because in Him was light. The believer, the church, is in the world. When Jesus was on the earth, he was the light. Guess what? He went away. Guess who's the light now? You and I, the church. We're the light. Hope you're putting this together. The, the believer, the church, is in the world now. So the church shows God's love to the world. Listen, now I, I want some, somebody to get this. It's not just telling somebody about God's love. Talk is cheap. And you can learn this all your life and know how to give all the right, I mean, everything, say it just right. All the right scriptures. We do, don't we? we I mean, we're pretty bad apostolics in that way. We can frame something really easy by the word of God. But are we living it? Are we, are we being the example? Come on. Young people at school, elders at work, on the job, in the community, shopping at Walmart. Come on. Uh, you know, I know it's easy to make fun of Walmart shoppers. Go ahead and make fun of me. That's where, that's where I go most of the time. But sometimes we, we jokingly say, oh, you know, Go to Walmart, you'll see everything. People dress and all this crazy stuff. But when we're walking the aisles or when we're, I mean, when we're around somebody and we look at them and we're like, really? Really? A blue jean skirt with tennis shoes? Oh, you're laughing. I have heard people say those kind of things to church people. Sad. That's not love. That's not God. God so loved the world. He didn't say, hey, listen, here's the list first. Get everything in lined up. And then here, here, here's what. No. God loved us before we was lovable. And I hope to the Lord that we're still redeemable and lovable. Because here's the thing. We've got to allow it. Oh, hear me, because I, I've heard elders and I've heard people all my life, well, they got the Holy Ghost, they ought to know better. Really? Really? Remember that when you're acting up. You got the Holy Ghost, where are you at? Because we all, it all comes back to bite us. I can say it to you today, but it'll come back and bite me tomorrow, and I'll have to say, wait a minute. We 
We don't like to talk about some of these things, but they're there. They, these, these feelings, these emotions are there. We are to be the light. Because remember, as long as Jesus was in the world, he was the light of the world. The church is now the light of the world, and the light of the church is the love of God that shines through us. Look at me. It's not, anything, it's not my preaching ability. It's not anything I do. It's not anything you do. It's not any talent we have that makes us any better than anybody else or any less. The love of God is still there, and it's the same. God loves you. Wait a minute. God loves Zach just like he does me. You know how hard that is. I love it. I love it. Bounce off you, stick behind me. No, it's true. In God's eyes. But we're looking and we're seeing, we're seeing something totally different. We like to say, he that has the Spirit, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Well, the Spirit ought to be talking to some of us. That's not godly. When people start noticing things about you, amen, that don't show a, a light shining forth, guess what? All of us, we're all in trouble. Look at me, look at me. I'm starts right here. I've cut shines before. I wish I could be a ninja. I wish, I mean, all, I, I seen, seen some the other day remind me of this. There was a time that I've, I've gotten so mad at somebody. You're lucky I'm a preacher. You're lucky I serve the Lord because I'd cuss your head off and I'd provoke you to do something. Now, which is that is the other, when you really think about it. <laughs> but I felt better because I didn't do that. I didn't step out into that cursing realm, you know. But I know what was in my mind and my heart. Come on. I'm using me because I'm the easiest target up here. off the hook. Because it's brotherly love. Come on, church, we must have it. We must have it. It's not an option. We must have it. We've got to work on it. All of us. Brotherly love first. It's the true church's identity. That's what we should be. Why? Because love bonds. I don't like some of you as a person, you know, I mean, because we don't click or don't have the same, you know, things. And so I don't mean I don't, but I love you. I, I, I don't do the things you do. I mean, if you're a bowler, if you're a horseshoe player, if, you know, if you're a tree star, I, I sure ain't that. I sure ain't no roofer guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we may not be able to hang out or bond, or, but love does the bonding. I don't want to see anybody harmed or hurt. I don't. I know some of you might think, oh, I don't know, Brother Purdue. You. No, I'm serious. The only time, the only time, amen, you'll see me try to hurt your feelings is when I look at you and tell you, you know better. Don't put somebody on the spot because you know better. That's just basic 101. But we do. We put others on the spot. But love bonds. You know how many times I've been mad at my wife in 45 years? October 20th, 1978, D-Day. I remember. Never forget it. Yeah, it's D-Day. D-Day, I said yes. Be 45 years, it's October 20th. You know how many times we probably, both of us, has thought about harming each other? I mean, I don't know. She probably thought about poisoning me more than once. And I've jokingly over the years, I've jokingly, and he, even she told her mom in private, I've jokingly said, hey, it don't make me mad, I'll hotwire the washer and dryer. Accident. She told her mom, if something happens to me and it's a washer and I get looked at by the washer and dryer, check him out. <laughs> Smile real big. But your love for somebody don't change because they act a fool. Your love don't change for somebody because you don't like what they're into. 
It's true. God loved us. What was we into? Think about it. And especially some of us, we know to whom much is given. God's been so good to me. Who much has been given? Amen. Much is required. I know. I don't have to ask anybody's permission. I don't have to ask anybody's opinion. I know God's been good to me, and I know God requires more of me. It's a given. If you know God's been good to you, you ought to have that kind of love. Why? Because love holds things together. Ephesians chapter 5. That's why a lot of marriages are born out of lust, desire. And I'm going to say this openly, in our ranks even. Some get married so they can have sex. Without guilt and feeling. That should never be the priority. Ever. It should be all out of love. Ephesians chapter 5, look at verse 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of God as what? We just talked about being childlike. As dear children. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself. Are you getting this? For us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling Savior. Look at that closely. Leave that up there. Look at that closely. He loved us, had given himself for us an offering. You know what that's telling me? You've got to learn to sacrifice, Brother Purdue. Come on, we've got to learn to sacrifice. This is not something automatic. We've got to learn to sacrifice, give ourselves. The Lord gave himself for us a sacrifice. And the same spirit that's in him dwells in us. And so we ought to give ourselves a sacrifice of love for the Lord. Why? Because he came to this earth for one reason. Not to make you happy. Not to make you satisfied. Not to make you, he didn't, not to make you look pretty or not pretty or this. He didn't do that. He came to this earth. Why? To save humanity. We, we stress out over everything but that. Your salvation to God is the most important thing that you should know or have inside you. And that spirit of love ought to be there enough to know, listen, it doesn't matter how they're acting like the Tasmanian devil. I still love them because God came and the Lord came and gave his life a sacrifice for me when I was doing that. When I was acting a fool. So if God so loved, but see, he just so loved everybody else and not this situation. Look at it. He loved us. He gave himself for us an offering, a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Now, you know me, I'm, I'm of, of that, that spirit. Okay, if it takes a sacrifice to offer up, what if we're not doing it? Stinks to high heaven. Live next to a pig farm. Don't even, don't even come close. No, I'm serious. Think about it. It don't go up to God. God don't accept it as a sweet-smelling Savior because there's no sacrifice in it. There's nothing in it. It's meaningless. It's purposeless. He says, let love be what it is. We read it. Let love be what it is. What is the Spirit of God? God is love. Let love, let God be love. Let love be God. Fred had to love Natalie. Bless his heart, he's not here. Fred had to love. How many years? Yeah, I work with Fred, I know. I, 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 I've seen the man sweat blood. Oh, God, praying. No, I'm serious. Think about it. A lot of things happen in life, but love keeps it together. Genuine love keeps it together. 
Now, I'm going to wind up here. God, God, it's a godly gift. You get it? We in our flesh, we don't want to be like that. So the Holy Ghost that we have, the spirit of love that's given to us, that's, we can say that's a godly gift. That's a godly gift. Love is what? The expression of the Lord's teaching. He loved us. He's the word. Now, let me use this last scripture. Uh, St. John chapter 15. Actually, I have one more scripture of this. St. John chapter 15, verses 11 through 17, real quick. I, wanna, I, wanna, I wasn't sure whether I was going to be able to get this in, but I'm going to get this in. These things have I spoken to you that, that your joy... It's going to be straight up. Sitting there shaking your head over the drums, over the bass, over the music, over a singer, over a preacher. It's not joy. That's not the joy of the Holy Ghost. I don't need, look at me, I don't need somebody to give me joy. Joy comes from the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I don't need somebody's emotional, come on, hit that stuff to make me happy. I don't need the right song. I don't need, amen, the right testimony. Amen, if I see somebody trying and doing their best, amen, God give them, God love them, God show them how much we appreciate it. Bernie's crazy. I love him. Because he's, just because, just because he's different. I mean, I'm serious. Just because he's different. That's another Bible study. And I want you to know, I could be mad at him. I could not like him. For a whole host of reasons. One of them is, he's got a rooster that he says, I look just like. Who says that? And he's told me more than once. Get out of my head. No, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm making life. But listen, this is what we do. There is a time and a place. I've shared this before. I'll finish here in just a second. Hang on. God looked out for me in the prison for 25 years. Oh. I can't even explain his stories. But I was in a shop one time. And there was a guy, stand up, probably about another three or four inches taller and is bigger, bigger. We called him Runaway Dunaway. Because every time he got in trouble, he tried to escape and run off, and even in jail and all that. So anyway, he had a, had a label. Everybody had a little nickname. And in the shop, he got to kind of promoting behind the scenes. You know, her the ball, she's there, she's there, and all these things. Well, some of the guys really like me really well. So they come to me and say, hey, listen, you need to deal with this because he's trying to, and he's talking. So I read around my desk, and I was talking to him one day, and uh, he said, you know what we're going to do? And he jumped up. We're going to stop work right now. We ain't going to do nothing else. And I jumped up and I said, what'd you say? It, Eric, now everybody's looking. Now you understand, there's guys back in the back got 10 inch shears cutting fabric. <laughs> and, and I looked at him. Now you can believe it or not but something in my spirit. And he said, just because he's a preacher don't mean we've got to listen to him. I slapped my desk, jumped up in his face, and I said, sit down and shut your mouth. You're not going to do nothing. 
Stupid. Stupid. Flat. Stupid. That's not smart. But I felt something in my spirit because the preacher, you know, you start talking about the Lord's stuff, you really, you're going to get me angry. And he stood there frozen in time. And I said, go over there and sit down like I told you. He looked at me, kind of looked, you know, that looking down, you know, he, I felt like David for sure. Went over and sit down. Everybody got, privately a couple guys got, man, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I want you to know, I want you to know, boss, I, I was going to have your back. If it, if it was going to go down, I was going to be there for you. I said, if it's going to go down by the time you would have got there, I'd done been in trouble. We all have those moments. Come on, I'm, I'm saying it, we do. God knows it. Jesus goes into the temple, flipping tables. It don't look like something, that, you know, that's all nice. But he proved a point. Because the hearts of the people wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. It was just an act. And it was taking, amen, listen to me. And it was against the real church people, the real people that were trying to do right. Any leader worth any weight at all will take up, amen, a shepherd will cover his sheep. Lead them to green pastures. And that means, amen, sometimes uh, you've got to do things uh, that's hard. What he says, he said, I've told because joy remained in you that your joy might be full. We're stealing each other's joy. This is what this is my listen. My advice to you is that you love one another as I've loved you. He says, It's my commandment. Are you getting this? It means I don't, you don't, we don't have an option in this. My opinion don't matter. The commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Wow. We say that all the time. A person would lay down his life for what? For his friends. What are we, what are we called? Jesus. We're a friend. He's our friend. Come on. He sticketh closer than a brother. Think about it. We have all these little little weaves of Scripture that we use all the time. Next, next verse real quick. i got to go on. Verse 14. You're my friends. Remember in the start of the service what I said? If you do whatsoever I command you. What did you say back there a minute ago about a commandment? Huh? Love? That you love one another? Commandment? Now look, now look what he's saying. If you'll do it, it's not automatic. Just because I got the Holy Ghost, amen, don't mean when somebody challenges me, I'm going to say, okay, Holy Ghost, show yourself. Takes a lot of control. Takes a lot of understanding of knowing what spirit you're under. You're my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. If you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. Stop making excuses. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father. I have made known unto you this service tonight. The Lord's making known. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the Spirit, of the Father, in my name, in Jesus' name, what? He, last verse 17, these things, stand with me, these things I command you, that you love one another. Brotherly love is not, look at me, Brotherly love is not an example or a pattern of our natural love, our fleshly type love. 
It's not a pattern or it's not an example of our natural love. Because our natural love, we break it all the time. We change it all the time. COVID is a good example. We used to love things, but our taste buds change. And so what we loved, come on, I know I'm talking to some more people besides myself. What we love, it ain't the thing. When we lose, look at me, our taste for the church, for the word of God, the things of God, guess what? It just ain't going to be the same. That's why we have to make sure we keep brotherly love there. 1 John chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, he says, He that loveth his brother abideth in light, but he that hateth his brother is in darkness. Look at that. That's, that's amazing. When we put it together, we understand our purpose. Our purpose is not about ourselves. And I thought about this today. And there's a couple things in the white elephant auction I was going to use. And I already kind of come up with an idea. Uh, there's a couple mirrors. One is a mirror. I thought, hey, nobody's going to want the mirror. I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that away as a gag gift and say, here. Here, Sister Kirsten. Here's you a permanent selfie. I don't know. I'm talking to some metaphorically. You know. I got to go back to Zach. He's in it. Because every time I look in the mirror, I see self, selfie. Because we're so in love with ourselves sometimes. Come on. Think about it. We are living in a culture today where it's breeding and spreading all around us. And if we're not careful, we're not guarded, it'll get a hold of us. And listen, we won't project the light. We won't be the love. And we won't be able to do the things that God wants us to do as a body of believers. How many will be like me? How many will, how many will, will strive to project light? And not darkness. How about we strive to project light and keep darkness? You know why? Because it's really not an option. It's really not an option. So be genuine, please. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that